Disclaimer. I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. This podcast is in no way intended to replace therapy or used for self-diagnosis. The information and tips on this podcast are from my experience dealing with mental illness, my time with my therapist so far, and research I have done on my own. Contact me if you find any information that needs to be corrected. My email is in the description of the episode. Hi, listener. Uh, I'm Kylie. Uh, First off, thank you so much for giving this podcast a shot. I really appreciate it. Uh, Second, I am terrified of starting this podcast in the first place, Um, which is part of the reason why I'm starting it. I want to get into the practice of doing things that scare me, Um, this being one of them and driving being another. I'm kind of at the same level at both right now, so I'll get there. Anyway, I'm here with my good friend, Mr. Bengal Spice Tea. I had to look up how to say that. And today I'm going to talk about dealing with disappointment and how to let go of those feelings that come with disappointment, especially when you have mental illness. So I'm, I'm fairly sure that disappointment is common. <laughs> um, I mean, I know we've all felt it at one point, but sometimes our minds can kind of dwell on it and it can cause negative emotion. And sometimes it can be emotions that could have been prevented. With mental illness, like the ever so common anxiety and depression, um, these slightly negative moments could be a turn down, I shouldn't even try lane, which can lead to I'm a waste of a human being avenue, or what will people think drive? You get the idea. In this episode, I'm going to drink tea and talk about how disappointments suck and how to make them not suck so bad, whether you have mental illness or not. So let's get into it. So yeah, disappointments suck really, really bad. And I can think of multiple things that I could be disappointed by right now. Like I'm disappointed that it's 11 p.m. and I'm not tired yet, or that my tea is a little bit too hot for me to drink right now, or my feet are too cold and can't get warm no matter how many layers of socks I put on. Okay, maybe it wasn't a good idea to think about all that stuff, but it proves my point. Disappointment potentially surrounds us and it could happen at any time. And honestly, Just saying that made my heart leap into my throat, but don't worry, there's going to be a positive takeaway from this if you keep listening, I promise. I won't talk about something like this unless there's a positive takeaway. So what have you been disappointed by? What scenario immediately popped into your head when I asked that question? I know for me, it makes me think of when my grandma, who I call Grammy, shout out to her, she's going to be listening to this podcast, one of the first listeners. Um, I remember whenever she lived the longest and most painstaking journey away from me. It was an hour drive on the interstate, and that's not even the farthest she ever lived away from me. But hey, in my fourth grader mind, that hour drive was equal to like a road trip halfway across the United States. Anyway, every time that I would visit her, I would be so incredibly happy. She always was the one that encouraged me to be artistic, to paint, to sew, to read books, and to just create in general. Being with her just ultimately relaxed me, and it still does. She's one of my best friends today. And looking back, 
I now know that I struggled with an anxiety disorder and school was the worst for me, even in fourth grade. It was so bad for me that when I would leave my Grammy's house, it would just rip me apart inside. I remember I would listen to Green Day. I was such an emo back then. Um, but I remember it was one particular song as well. It was Time of Your Life. And I remember whenever I got home, I would cry and listen to that song on repeat and I would cry listening to it when I went to sleep and the next morning if I got up for school I would want to cry as I was waking up for school it was the worst and I was disappointed that my visit with my Grammy was over and that I wouldn't see her again for weeks or probably even months what disappointment is to me is that ache in your chest after something happens and it just rips you apart um, okay, forgive my nerdiness here, but it honestly feels like how the gate in Stargate activates. It's kind of that whoosh of sadness and something dying inside of you. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up Stargate activation on YouTube. You'll see something similar to what I'm talking about. And, and you know, now that I think about it, that's actually a really good analogy. Because, you know, if someone is standing in the path of the gate, they'll actually just incinerate and die. So, like, if the gate is opening, the gate opening is crushed hopes and it engulfs the sadness and just incinerates okay i'm talking about this too long sorry um okay anyway moving on i don't think many of you are unaware of what the word disappointment means uh but before i continue i do want to hear what disappointment is to you personally yes you the one hearing my voice speaking right now let me know your definition of disappointment or a memorable experience with disappointment by tweeting me at sickbrainpod. I want to hear what you have to say on the subject, even if it's months after I've posted this. I'd, I'd love to hear your tweet or read your tweet. <laughs> okay, out of curiosity, I looked up the definition of disappointment and it kind of made me realize something. It gave me uh, a bit of a starting point on my notes for the uh, for this episode. The definition from dictionary.com is basically a failure to fulfill the expectations or the wishes of something or someone. The key word I think in that was expectations. Expectations are something that personally I tend to live and breathe. I have very perfectionist tendencies and that essentially, I mean, that's essentially expecting myself to always have things a certain perfect way or expecting others to have things a certain way. That thinking, obviously, is flawed, but in some way or another, I think all of us has a way of thinking that's flawed. Um, but one way we can change our disappointment is changing our thinking. A lot of people say to have low expectations, which in some cases I do agree with. Sometimes it can, it can save you the stress. Um, but sometimes there are certain things that we can be so sure in that it will happen and we we won't even think about having to set our expectations low. Or we get caught up in the moment and before we know it, we've been let down or and disappointed. No, it's and or. Anyway, so there isn't much way to avoid getting disappointed unless, you know, you live life pessimistically, I guess. But even then, there are small ways to be disappointed. I mean, even serial killers have probably experienced disappointment, which is a very unsettling thing to bring up, I think. I'm uh, keeping it in. Alright, I've blabbered on about it for a while, so let's talk about how we can change the downhill thinking after being disappointed. We'll be right back. Okay, my mug of coffee, or not coffee, <laughs> my mug of tea 
um, is finally cooled off and I can drink it now. Um, I pro- I'll probably edit out a lot of, you know, the sips that I take from it because I think that can kind of be gross. Um, but I promise I am drinking my tea. <laughs> now, to continue our discussion, how do we overcome the feelings of disappointment after it's happened? The first step, I believe, is not to dwell on the past or entertain the thoughts of what just happened. Don't think about that awful thing that happened that gave you that hole in your chest. Now, I'm not saying to ignore it, just try not to relive it because reliving it kind of enhances the original emotions that were felt. Next, you need to express what you're feeling. Don't bottle it up. Express, don't explode. And crying is not the only way to express your disappointment. Many have a lot of different ways of expressing negative emotion. Personally, I like to paint or to embroider or sometimes I even dance in my room to my favorite songs whenever I feel bad. Uh, Of course, I do it alone. I'm not that type of person to dance in front of people. Um, Others use art, music, pen and paper, cooking, talking, hiking, sitting outside, recording yourself, talking to seemingly no one. Heck, even scribbling on paper with an old crayon can count as expression. If it takes the weight off your shoulders even a little bit, then you've expressed it. Although there are unhealthy ways to express yourself, but that's a whole other large subject that I will eventually cover in a future episode. The next step, look at the positive of the situation. Now, I know this one is said so often that you might have just rolled your eyes. I know that what I thought whenever my therapist told me that. Ugh, I know that already. Do you though? Now, I'm not saying that to the people who have consciously tried to practice positive thinking, also known as positive reframing. No, y'all keep keeping on. You, you keep doing what you're doing. I'm talking to the people who don't give it a proper chance because they're so sure that it won't work on them. I used to be one of those people. I used to say that I've tried and tried and tried being positive. However, looking back, I very obviously wasn't doing that. When you give it a truthful chance, it can work. You need to be conscious of all those negative thoughts that fly through your mind and stop them in their tracks. Replace them with a positive thought that counteracts it. Now, yes, that takes work, but if it's work that will make you happier, isn't it worth it? Now, I know back then I didn't think it was worth it, but it is. Take my word for it, it is worth it. And being positive about the past can also help you be positive about the future. And that's my next point. Looking ahead. Looking at your future when you have express, or excuse me, when you have depression is like looking at a blank page with sunglasses on. It doesn't matter what angle you look at it in. It just seems darker than how others seem to see theirs. Now, have you seen those brighter than my future memes that go around? If you haven't, here's an example. Friend one. Hey, I like that black shirt you're wearing. Friend two, thanks. I got it because it's brighter than my future. Friend one, ha, same. Okay, we might laugh at that and even relate to that made up conversation. I know I do. But some of you may hear that, laugh, but deep, deep down, you believe it to be true. Your future does seem to be that dark. Why? One reason can be because of seemingly all the disappointment that has followed you in the past. You could feel that others and yourself had disappointed you so much that there can't be anything bright ahead of you. Or you may be afraid that you will disappoint others based on their real or imagined expectations of you. Either way, 
You can choose how to feel about those things. If you conquer being positive about the past, then you can conquer being positive about the future too. Here's a couple things to help you out with that whole future positivity thing. Set a somewhat large goal, then create the stepping stones to it that will lead you to the big one. Now the stepping stones will be the tiny things. For example, if you want to regularly go to the gym, start maybe just by walking around your house and that can be a small stepping stone. Small ones even like that can, can lead you up to the big goal. The second one I have is make an accomplishments list. It doesn't have to be big ones like, I cleaned the house today. It could be something like, I went all day without a panic attack, or I brushed my hair today, or I even got out of bed this morning. If it's an accomplishment, then write it down. Then when you start feeling like you aren't enough because of a disappointment or because of the dreaded blank future ahead of you, refer back to the list. It's not wrong to praise yourself when you're scared you aren't enough because you are enough. Now, we have don't dwell on disappointment, express your emotions, focus on the positive, and look at the future positively. What else is there? What about that last hurdle, letting go? And I don't mean to let it go with ice powers flowing out of your hands. Sometimes we can be disappointed and hold on to resentment. Does doing that really make sense? It might to you if you're going through that situation right now. Consider an illustration though. Imagine you're on a hike and you're having a good time. Or if you don't like being outdoors, just imagine you're having a good time anyway. I don't know, just tailor this situation and illustration to your needs if you like. Anyway, so you're outside. It's your definition of a beautiful day outside. Then all of a sudden you trip over a hunk of rock that's sticking out of the ground. You skin your elbow and your knee and you're in pain. And we all know that whenever you skin a joint, it burns for a long time afterward, even if you put ointment on it. Now, not only did that rock just ruin the moment you were enjoying, but it left you hurt and in pain for the rest of the hike as well. Frustrated with that rock, you yank it up out of the ground. You put it in your bag and you take it home. Now, granted, this is not a small rock. You go, you take it to your bathtub and you wash it. You put it in your house right where you can always see it. And you put it there just to remind you that that rock tripped and hurt you and ruined your expectation of that one hike. When you go out, you take that heavy rock and put it in your bag and take it to work and out shopping and to the cafe and to your friend's house that evening. Do you see where I'm going with this? Resentments are nothing but heavy rocks whether you got those rocks from yourself or from others. It doesn't do anyone any good, especially you because you're the one carrying around that rock all day. How do we get rid of that rock that plopped out of unfulfilled expectations? Understand and accept that the past is in the past and you can't change it. Now those two things go hand in hand. A lot of people can understand something but not accept it. Make yourself a brain that can do both with disappointment. If you can't change what happened, is it worth the energy you're putting towards it? Also, consider the outside sources. If it's a person that disappointed you, consider why they did what they did. Did something more important get in the way? Did they simply plan things badly? Just try walking in their shoes or get the information that, you know, kind of made up the situation that maybe you didn't know. Even if the reason that person let you down is a negative reason, Acceptance will help you put down that rock anyway, because hey, what's in the past is in the past, and that rock is heavy. You can't change none of that. 
What if the person who can't fulfill your expectations is yourself? As a great lyricist once wrote in a song, now the night is coming to an end, the sun will rise and we will try again. That was Tyler Joseph, by the way. Yeah, okay, anyway. Don't get hung up on your past failings. Accept that there will be times that you let yourself down and can't change it. Give yourself permission to fail and then give yourself permission to try again. The amount of times you can try to be a better you is an infinite number of times. Put the baseball bat down, stop beating yourself up. I know I do that. It don't feel good in the past, it don't feel good now. And that seems like a good note to end on. If you made it to the end of this episode, great. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Here's a present from me. A surprise. It's something that you've been wanting for a while now. You know exactly what it is. I do not. And I hope you like it anyway. (laughs) And you want a bonus cookie? Why not subscribe, comment, and or share this podcast? I guarantee you that the cookie you receive will be well worth it. I make good chocolate chip cookies. All sources from this episode are also cited in the description. The beginning and end theme music for this podcast was done by Kai Robbins on Fiverr.com. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. That's K-Y-R-O-B-I-N-S. His Fiverr profile link is in the description of every episode. Remember, you're not alone in helping your brain grow. We all have sick brains, bro.